0: Kales. And I'm Allison.
1: And this is YVYA. Hi guys. Um, Welcome to YWYA. This is a really great episode where we're talking about the results of our TBR takeover. Because if you guys didn't know, last month in January, we, being Allison and Kales, took (laughs) over each other's TBRs. So just to give you a little bit of an overview, this is YWYA, which is a podcast all about YA books for readers. I'm Kales, I work at a bookstore and a library, and I have a Booktube channel, and my co-host is my good friend Allison. I'm Allison, I'm a librarian and a lover of books in general. I have less credentials, but that's fine. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> and so, well, we we decided that we found that there was a missing market for podcasts that were for readers, and specifically about YA books. And we love young adult books and want to be advocates of that, so we are here mostly talking about YA books and loves of reading, and we have multitude of episodes, so please check them out and give us five stars on iTunes. And so, if you've been with us... In the past, thanks for joining us back again, and you'll have noticed our TBR takeover, which is, like I said, we picked each other's reading lists.
0: Yeah, so we each picked ten books for the other to read in the month of January.
1: There were a couple of
0: rules. You could DNF one book, you could switch out a book, right? Yep. Which neither of us did. No. Um, And you didn't have to read all of them, necessarily, but if you read all ten and you were going to just which, let's, let's be clear, I didn't realize this was part of the rules but at first, but if you read all ten, you were given new books yes. by
1: the challenger, not... But neither of us read all ten, yeah, so it so was fine. A new point. <laughs> it was fine. It was okay. Um, so, those were our rules, and it was really an interesting experiment. I think the other rule that we had was, like, you could continuous series. So, like, right. if you read the... We gave each other the first in a couple of series, and if we wanted to continue reading the series, we could choose that instead of following the list. Right. Um, like, I gave Allison a book series, a starter that had six books in it, and so I would have been totally okay if she just binge-read all six, and that was six out of the ten of her books. That was fine by me. Um, but she chose not to. I, not do I was I was okay with that. It was nice to read a, a, a versatile list. Right, Allison? It was... Something.
0: The other thing we did, um, because Kales and I know each other so well and we know each other's reading styles a lot, is we picked books for the other that we
1: thought they would never pick up, but that they should read. Exactly. Um, we- Allison and I are notorious for kind of sticking in our lane, so to speak. I try and read as versatilely as I can, but that doesn't always happen for me. Um, I find it helps me sell books easier <laughs> when I'm in the bookstore <laughs> if I can recommend a wide variety. But yeah, yeah I don't know. We have our styles. There's
0: go-to genres that are easy and fun and we are consistently good right. for us. So we kind of, and those are different, like mine is different than Kale's. So we, and part of this challenge and part of the reason we wanted to do it is so that we kind of got pushed out of our comfort zones.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so we did. Yeah, a lot. For sure. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go through with starting the like six or seven that we read. Um, and we didn't include our buddy read for this month. So each month we do a buddy read. And this, this month for January was My Lady Jane. You can go back and listen to that podcast and our thoughts on that. But My Lady Jane was not included in these lists. Nope. And so if you want to hear our thoughts on that, we also read that this month. Listen to the other episode when you're done with this one. So we're going to go through and name uh, the books that we read on the list. We each read about six or seven of them. I think it was six, and I DNF'd one, but you didn't DNF any. Right. And then we're going to talk about the other three and just kind of, like, what our overall thoughts were on not having control of our reading (laughs) list. So let's start there. How did it feel? What were were your impressions going into this? It was
0: hard. It was hard.
1: Like, I looked... When I got the list, I was like, okay,
0: this will be fine. And then I read... I read a couple of them and I was like okay and now I'm tired of reading things that are not what I picked or I'll see books I'll I'll be like oh I really want to read that and I'm like I can't I don't have control (laughs) and so that was that was maybe the hardest part was being at the library and seeing books that I would normally just take home and read and I couldn't do that. I like have a horde of books ready for February.
1: I know, me too. It's so funny because I did an author event at the bookstore recently with four YA authors. It was this awesome panel with Colleen Oaks, Maureen Johnson, Sarah Holland, and Casey West. And I got books from all four of them. And Colleen Oaks is a good friend of mine. And she was like, so when are you going to read the finale of War of, of the Queen of Hearts trilogy? And I was like, February? And she's like, why February? And I had to explain to her. She was like, that's really cool, but torture. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's torture. But luckily, but luckily we're good enough friends to not want to kill each other. And honestly, out of the books I read, I, half of them I liked out of the like six or seven and the other half I didn't. So I'd say that's a 50% is a pretty good range. I don't know about you. You know, I don't think you had any five stars, right? I had one five star. I didn't have any five stars. That's okay, though. I'm okay with that, because I really challenged Allison. She loves fantasy and science fiction, and I made her read a lot of urban fantasy or realistic fiction, and she hardly touches urban fantasy and doesn't touch realistic fiction or contemporary.
0: I read urban fantasy adult novels, but I don't read urban fantasy YA novels, so that was like a different... Yeah, that is a weird thing. So why don't you
1: start and give the, the first one that you read after My Lady Jane? So the first book I read in the list was Not a Drop to Drink by Minnie McGinnis. And I gave her that one because I absolutely love Minnie McGinnis. And Not a Drop to Drink, I think, is one of the best ones she's ever written. Yeah, so Kales gave this book a
0: five star. I did. I gave it three. Um, it was, I the writing was beautiful and excellent. But it was very brutal in a way too realistic way. And Kales is going to... Shoot me for saying this because I gave her a bunch of brutal books, she says, but the the reality was it hit me a lot harder than fantasy
1: violence, so that's why I got three stars. That's okay. The first one that I ended up reading was The Wrath and the Dawn, <laughs> <laughs> and Allison, Allison gave this book a five out of five stars, and I gave it a two. And I- why'd you give it to me to read? Oh
0: man, I gave you this book to read because I thought, I one, it's own voices author, but two, it's like this fantasy romance and that's not your
1: deal. No, it obviously wasn't. <laughs> I hated it. Oh my God, I couldn't stand this book. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. I think also, and I did mention this to Allison earlier when I started reading this book, I have a retelling of uh, the Arabian Nights that I love from my childhood called The Storyteller's Daughter by Cameron Dogey. So it was the hardest thing for me trying to read this other book that is a retelling of it because that book is so precious to me. And it was just like,
0: why? I couldn't stand <laughs> the
1: characters. Oh my gosh. I was, you didn't
0: DNF it though. I did not
1: DNF it. I gave it a two star, but I don't want to finish the duology. I it was a rough care. start
0: to the month. I was like, yeah. Kills is going to just die the entire month. Uh,
1: no, I got it some got good better. ones though. It did get better. What's your next
0: one? Okay, so the second one I read was The Secret Hour by Scott Westerfeld, um, which is one of his lesser-known series. It's the Midnighters trilogy. And why did you give this one for me?
1: Because my 14-year-old self would cry if we ever knew that we were friends and you hadn't read this series, which I love so much. Which, one of the, my favorite things you told me was, oh my gosh, this was so written in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> like, early 2000s.
0: Yes! Yeah, so I ended up giving it four stars, and Kales has given it five. Um... So, I really, I did enjoy it. The parts that made it not a five-star book for me, like, I enjoyed the world, the parts that made it not a five-star book for me were the obvious 2004 references. Which is fair. (laughs) It's totally fair. I read it in 2004, Yeah, and the character development was not, like, amazing, but it is the first book in a trilogy, so. Yeah. No, and it gets
1: brutal. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that brutal in the first book. No, but the third one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, the next one that I read, I actually really enjoyed. I read Solo, and this, you made me read this because it's in verse,
0: right? Yeah, I gave this book to Kales because she claims that she doesn't like books written in verse, and I was like, you're a liar, and you just don't know, and so I gave her Solo by Kwame
1: Alexander to prove her wrong. And I listened to it on audiobook, and I think that really helped a lot. Yep. I loved it on audiobook. I thought this was such a sincere wonderful, different story. And I loved that I had no idea where it was going. He kept throwing me curveball after curveball. And I was like, what is this story? I thought it was one thing and it was another and not, and it was in a way that I could enjoy and appreciate because it made sense. And I was okay with it. I was along for the ride and I ended up getting it before four of five stars. <laughs>
0: I just like revel in the fact that you enjoyed the book and verse. I did enjoy the book and verse. Because you have resisted me for like a full year about yeah, books and verse. I have but I can change. The third book I read was my lowest rating and that was An Abundance of Catherines
1: by John Green. Okay, Allison had never read a John Green book and so I had to give her a John Green book and the reason I didn't give her any of the other ones is because I gave her a lot of books where characters die and I wanted to give her a John Green where the character didn't die and it's my favorite John Green, actually, which is funny because I think I gave it a four stars and like Fault in Our Stars has a five or whatever but it doesn't matter. It's my favorite John Green because it's the very first one I ever read and I loved it. Yeah, so this is a two-star book for me, which
0: is a brutal rating for me, because I'm is. a high reader. Um And I just... First of all, let me just... Okay, I'm not going to go to rant, but they say the word "fug" instead of the F word, and I wanted to punch someone, because they said it so much. Secondly, the main character was insufferable the entire time, and... I just like I had I couldn't root for him, and that was why I couldn't that's why I couldn't give it a higher reading.
1: It's okay, but it's I finished okay. it. I'm glad you finished it. I'm glad you tried it because it was so short. It I was like, really I can't do enough. this is like two hundred pages. yeah, it was really short. So the next book that I read was Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo, and it was my favorite book that you made me read. Yeah! And it was so good. I gave it five out of five stars. Loved it. Why did you make me read this one? Because I just needed to join this fan wagon, or what? Partially. Mostly, though, because
0: I, I thought you would like it because it's fantasy, but it's also like a heist. And I know you like that was kind of like crime heist books, um, and the character...
1: Development is so rich. I knew you would appreciate it's it. It's amazing. And it's just so well written, too. I've never read Lee Bardugo, and I was. I also read the audiobook, which I'm sorry, I was ensorcelled. I love that word, by the way. I was ensorcelled by the voices and the inflections and the performances that they gave. And just, it was so well written. It was so good. So, she also gave me Crooked Kingdom on the list, knowing I would love Six of Crows this much. And so, I'm in the middle of that one right now, um, but I'm waiting to get that on audiobook because I miss the audio version And I lot. haven't
0: listened to the audio, and I've been thinking about rereading it, so maybe I need to listen you to You really should.
1: It's so good. So good. The next one was
0: City of Masks. By- Stavaganza! <laughs> show begins a series and that's a series Kales mentioned earlier that has six books in it yes um I gave this one wait why did why did you make me read it
1: again it was a nostalgia pick and that I read this book in middle school and I've kind of like grown up with it as the books came out there were supposed to be 12 but she only ended up making six and um I I this series I love it I actually thought Allison would enjoy it because it was like this really cool fantasy world there was an urban ele- urban fantasy element to it but I, I I thought she would enjoy the magic and the Renaissance Italy, because she tends to like Victoria in London, but I thought she might try something a little different.
0: <laughs> no, and I did like it. I gave it four stars. Um, the only reason I didn't get five is because it was a little bit young.
1: Yes, um, it does
0: skew younger. It skews young, but I did really enjoy the magic, and I I liked it. It's an urban fantasy in the tone of like Harry Potter urban fantasy. Yeah, um, which i it kind of probably needs a longer explanation than I'm willing to give right now. That's okay. But um, but it was cool. And then there's something that happens at the end that I thought was kind of a cop-out, and that's another reason it didn't get five stars. But the world was really cool, and the characters, the mystery of it ended up being really cool. So I probably will continue that series. Yeah, I have them all.
1: And uh, (laughs) Ariana is who I want to be when I grow up. The next one that I read, oh my god, Allison, I can't believe you freaking made me read this book. Okay, so The Knife of Never Letting Go... I can't- I gave it a four out of five stars because the book was slow, but I need to know why you made me suffer through this thing. Okay, so I gave you- Because talk about Brutal. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about Brutal. That is one of the most traumatizing books I've ever read. It really is. Um, And that's why I gave it- I had to give it such a high rating, even though it, like, hurt me
0: physically. Yeah, Kales was texting me, like, screaming, like, what is wrong with you? Why did I you make I literally, there was a this? character
1: that died, and I'm sitting there reading at Noodles & Company over my lunch, and I'm sobbing over my noodles, because this character died. So, okay, I made you read this book
0: because I knew you would love it. Because I knew it was brutal, and I knew it was horrible, but it's so good. It's so rich. Yeah, it's so, it just gets into your soul. And I Ugh. I knew that would happen for you, so I yeah. just was like... And I knew I knew it was on your list but I also knew that it was never going to be at the top of your list. No. So that's why I made you read it.
1: It's good. It was good. It was a good choice. Yeah, and I think I have that one's a 4 star for me too. Yeah, that was a 4 star. I couldn't give it 5 even though the ending I was so I had such a visceral reaction to that book about the rest like the last third of it, but it was so slow getting to that point. It was really hard. And I was reading it too because you have to. I don't think the audiobook can really convey the the voice of it no. as well, because it's such a reading book, you have to visually see it. Um, but it just took me a while to get into. Yeah. And to understand. Like, once you got the flow of it, it was really good. If anything, it was actually kind of funny. I was reading Six of Crows at the same time, so sometimes I, like, flip through it, and they can't read minds in that world. <laughs> and so I was like, wait, how does he not know that she just said that? And then I'm like, oh, wrong book. Like, <laughs> not everybody can read everybody's minds. Um... Probably my favorite book, one well, definitely my favorite
0: book of the entire experiment was Breaking Sky Yes, uh, by Corey McCarthy, which
1: is something I literally had never heard of before. I And that's why I made you read it, is because it is one of the most brilliant, underrated YA novels I've ever encountered in my life. And I love it. And I was like, Allison has to read this book, because I knew you were going to love it, and it's because you'd never heard of it, was why I put it on that list.
0: Yeah, I gave it, I gave it like 4.5 stars. Yeah. Um,
1: but... Only because of Pippin, right? Only because of Pippin. (laughs) Uh, Because... If you've read the book, you know what that means. And you should look up this book, because it's amazing and so good if you don't know what it is.
0: It's so... It's hard, like... I think part of the reason I liked it so much is because you don't really understand what's going to happen in the book from reading the blurb. Yeah. And I can't... Honestly can't describe what happens. Like, why it's so good. Yeah. But it's basically... It's about a girl... It's the future... We're in a Cold War, and it's about a, fem- a, a teenage girl who's a fighter pilot.
1: Yeah. And her... Because, of course, the government has built these smaller fighter pilots that only teenage bodies can fit into. Right. So, yeah, so that's, like, the premise, basic premise. Like, and I know you can roll
0: your eyes at it, but we promise it's really good. Like, yeah, I was, like... What is this weird plot? But then I was like, wait, it's so good. Um, but yeah, so that was definitely my favorite one, and one I will now auto recommend to everyone.
1: You, you should because it's so good. It's so good, and I put it like on our. Uh, and it's standalone. And it's standalone, which is very rare in YA. And I uh, typically don't like standalones. No, but it's such a great complete story. Yeah, I'm absolutely. so glad you loved that one. Yeah, yes. it does. Um, the uh, the one the other one that I finished, and then I'll go on to my DNF because that's your last one, right? Other than. I'll give you the sun. Yeah. Starting. Yeah. So then, um, oh, and I have Alchemist of Loan. Um, but so the last one that I finished was <laughs> Labyrinth Lost. <laughs> I don't have enough time to go on a rant about how much I hated this book. I wanted to throttle the main character. I wanted to throttle her. She was such an idiot, and I just could smack her across the face. And I have no sympathy for that hurt, that person. None. I have none. I did not ship any of the characters. The adventure was dumb. It had so much more potential in this amazing brouhaha world, and they just failed it with stupid, idiotic characters. And I hated it. So yeah, you? Did you give that one one? One star. star. Yeah,
0: I gave that book a four star. I enjoyed it. So I, I it's just like hilarious to me how much you disliked it. I, wh-
1: I, I, I pushed through because it was so short. The reason I gave because it- all of her, almost all of the books Allison gave me were like four hundred to five hundred pages, and Labyrinth Last, I think, was one of the shorter ones. Yeah, it was, like, three-something. It was three-something, and so I was like, I can push through this. Plus, it was one of the few that were available on audiobook. I wonder if the audio sucks. No, the book just
0: sucks. <laughs> okay. The book just sucks. Okay, okay. The reason I didn't... I would have given that book five stars, except for the, like, twist betrayal at the end. That Yeah, I was that like, was lame. Yeah, that part I was like, and I'm upset now, but... Yeah, I think it's so funny, but that doesn't—it's not unprecedented. We have other books like that that, like, you're a five star and I'm a one star. The Magicians, yeah, namely the Magicians. That needs to be a podcast
1: yeah. episode. Anyway, I feel like we should do a buddy read of that and force sister. F- f- no. <laughs> anyway, um, so wait, th- do you have one more? I have one more that I'm s- in
0: the, I'm starting. Yeah. Um, um, I w- <laughs> Kales asked me
1: if I like if. Because we're nearing the end of the month, and so we both have about three or four books still left to read, and I said, what do you have left? And she told me, and I said, I need you to read this one book. If yeah. you're going to pick up any of the rest of them, I need you to pick up this one. Right, so it's I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. I haven't started
0: it yet, I'm starting it tonight, Um, and so I can, I'll like do a review of it, but... Hope I'm. I know I'm gonna be really sad, and that's why I haven't read it yet. And I'm just upset with like the idea of me being sad about this book. So
1: it's just it's hard because that book means a lot to me and my family, and it's just a brilliant piece of literature. It's so good. That's why I'm reading it. I know. And so, speaking of books that we're still reading, I am reading The Alchemist of Loom, which Allison made me read. Why? I made you read this book
0: because it's by a previously self-published author. Yay! And you don't like self-published books, and you have such a ridiculous stigma against authors that self-published, even if that book is not self-published anymore. It's not self-published anymore! It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's fine. Yeah, but you were like, oh, this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And what, uh, what? I'm
1: enjoying yep. it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's good. Um, I- I, because and I think also it was a different pace I was telling Allison because uh, one of the books that she had on my list that I DNF'd I used my one DNF lifeline there to DNF the Dark Days Club and I, it was so slow and I just really appreciated The Alchemist of Loon dropped me right into a heist into you know immediate action and has not stopped since and I really appreciate that and I like the world actually it's. I'm not normally a big fan of high fantasy that, like, doesn't have humans and stuff. And these are, like, all weird creatures all the time. And it's just really interesting. That's not true. The people who live in loom are human.
0: They have, like, gray skin. She has gray skin. Well, I know. She's a camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. They do have gray skin. Because they're, like... They're, but they're human. They're just, like, weird humans.
1: Yeah, okay. They're creatures. Anywho. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. they humanoid. Doesn't matter. And so, I'm enjoying that one. So, what were the ones um, that were also on the list that uh, you didn't get to? The ones I didn't get to were Places No One Knows, Salt to the Sea,
0: and I Am the Messenger, and Aristotle and Dante
1: Discover the Secrets of the Universe. And the ones that I did not get to were uh, Crooked Kingdom, but I'm going to finish that in uh, February anyway, Um, The Paper Magician, and These Vicious Masks. Otherwise, I touched all of them. Yeah, yeah, because you, you did, not
0: but you did but know. I
1: DNF'd one, which is fair. Yeah. you know that yeah, was that part, was of, the part rule. of the rules. That was allowed. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it was a really great experiment, and it was fun to do this with somebody I trust. You know, who I also could be like, I hate your favorite book, and you won't kill me. Yeah, because which we did, which we did. It is true, and you heard us just talk about that because I think that this is a great experiment, but you have to do it with somebody that you can be honest with because. I never want to like a book just cuz my friend likes it. Like if she, Allison comes back and hates I'll give you the sun, I will not defriend her. I will I will be like I don't understand you and <laughs> I'm I'm really really um questioning our friendship, but I'm not going to be I'm just teasing. No, I'm not gonna. I I value your opinion and I I love that we tried this cuz I think our reading is expanded. You know, our 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 insight into different books. And I will admit that I cheated. What?
0: Shh. I will admit that I cheated because I was, I was looking at the pile of books I had left and they were all, like, gonna be freaking sad. They're not all sad! McKaylee? Yes, they are. They are all sad. And so I read a couple of adult, like, historical
1: romance novels. Well, now now I may defriend you because you lied to me. You lied! Yeah, but I cheated too. Yep, <laughs> <That's> I <right. laughs> I read one poetry book. I read one poetry book because we have the author coming and I'm hosting her. I'm, We have the author coming and I'm hosting their event. And I wanted to read the poetry book. And so I read the poetry book.
0: Yeah. So I think if we. we I think next time we had talked about modifying this somewhat. We talked about modifying it and doing um, another kind of. Monthly, one th- monthly or quarterly thing where we challenge like one or two books, not a whole month, because a month is a long. That was a long time.
1: time to do that. It was a long time.
0: Yeah, which is why, like you know, last week I was like, I can't do it. I have to read these adult <laughs> romance novels. They're not sad. <laughs> There'll be a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs>
1: happy ending. And there was, and it was glorious. (laughs) I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, no, I read one poetry book that made me think and made me cry. And, um, I needed a breather. I don't know how, honestly, I think the other trouble that I had with it was I don't read all fantasy because I can't keep track of the worlds. I admire your brain for being able to bounce between those fantasy worlds because, like, I found myself just craving some story stupid contemporary romance in our world because it's easy to follow I have no idea how you bounce like I said with the knife and never letting go I was mixing everything up and I well just... you chose the two most
0: complicated ones to read at the same time too I think I did which was dumb but still
1: yeah I'm I... glad it
0: th- I was a little afraid when you told me you were reading those two books at once that you were going one of them was going to be ruined for you because no. of that Mm-mm. but I'm glad that that didn't happen no
1: I just don't know how you do it I still I I seriously don't yeah, I don't know. I have to have a breather with like nonfiction, or like I've been craving a nonfiction. I have Lindsey Sterling's autobiography sitting on my counter, and I'm just dying to pick it up because I'm like, oh my god, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's like I—I I don't
0: know. It's like a fun brain exercise to like extricate those worlds from each other. But for me, again, my brain breaks are those stupid historical or yeah. paranormal romance novels.
1: But even then, you still have to construct a whole other world still.
0: Nah, they're usually all the same, like, basically the same world. If it's, like, a like urban fantasy paranormal romance novel, it's gonna be our world, but with a couple weird things. Or if it's historical, then it's historical.
1: Yeah, I still don't know how you do it.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate the compliment.
1: No, it's true. I, I really do. I feel like I learned a lot, honestly, and... Um, It was fun to read some of your favorite books. I'm really glad about the Lee Bardugo. I think that was my best one. And so help me goodness, I I need to pick a ample time to read the next book in the Knife trilogy, the Chaos Walking. That's what it's called. Chaos Walking. I
0: still, and I will say, I have not read that trilogy all the way through. I read the first book, and I was so destroyed that I was like, I can't, like, I want to know what's going to happen next, but I just can't even deal with it. I need to, like, I, and it's been, like, a year and I haven't read it, and I will, but I'm just like, seriously, I like have PTSD.
1: I had so many text messages in all caps to her being like, what the F are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> what on earth are you doing to me? Yeah, and she
0: was like, you could never tell me a book I give you is brutal again. And I was like,
1: okay, it's different. <laughs> Still. Oh my gosh. No, but I think it was a fun experiment. And I'd want to do a modified version of it too. Yeah. Next time. When I would have given you, like you gave me a few that were like childhood favorites. Yeah. And I would have
0: given you some of my childhood favorites if I hadn't already made you read all my childhood favorites because I made sure you, you did. Because I would have been like
1: Tamora Pierce, all Tamora Pierce. Which yeah, you made me read. Which I've already done that and we've already yeah. That being said, please, if you liked what you heard today, um, please give us five stars. On iTunes, we'd love that. Also, uh, we would love to hear if you are planning on or have done something similar to our TBR takeover with a friend. I know we had some people that were interested in it, like uh, Kayla Rain was like, "This sounds really cool," and, and other people that were like, "Oh my gosh, never, no!" Like, yeah, it's notes. a lot of trust. It's a lot of trust. <laughs> it's, a lot of trust. <laughs> it's a lot of trust. So, thanks for trusting me. Thanks for trusting me. Yeah, and I think that's all. That's it. Tune in next time, guys. Uh, we all have a new podcast up next week. I'm Kales. And I'm Allison. Now go read the thing.